The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Israeli ground forces are pushing into southern Gaza as the area becomes the focus of its operations in the latest escalation of the conflict since the truce broke down on Friday. Meanwhile, the U.S. Defense Secretary has reiterated Israel's right to defend itself, but stresses it has a moral responsibility to protect civilians. Joining me now, Duncan Bullivant, a former diplomat and CEO of the Henderson Group and International Risk Management Advisory. Duncan, good morning. Good morning to you. Now, a number of developments over the weekend. Uh, The Israelis, as we know, have divided Gaza into hundreds of different sectors And the theory is they will alert people in those sectors, we're about to attack you, get out. Yes, it's a sort of nonsensical plan, really, that looks like it's been dreamt up by sort of first-year philosophy students in in, in a provincial university. It's it's a nonsense, and I think it's just a a rather pathetic sop to uh, effectively answer the growing concern from within the G7 and the wider international community in, in terms of the, the horrendous uh, civilian casualties that are being taken by the Palestinian population in Gaza. But this is a it's a, it's a nonsensical plan. And I think any anybody with any experience of these situations, uh, and I know you talk to many on, on your show, will tell you that, that under such circumstances where communications, electricity, power, signals chaos is 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 now prevalent in southern gaza this type of highly detailed and highly structured plan simply is is ridiculous and we we should expect more from the israeli government is the israeli government uh, achieving any of its targets i mean they do claim to have uh, killed the head of one of the hamas battalions over the weekend uh, i presume this is a, a kind of a justification that our a military tactic is effective. Well, I think I think militarily uh, there was always there was there was little doubt that Israel was going to achieve key objectives. But of course, in in a sort of liberal democratic environment, and Israel is is a liberal democracy, there is a balance between achieving military objectives and and the political cost associated with them. I mean, I think there is a widely held view that. The, the current attack on 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 Khan Yunus city is, is an attempt to target um, Yahya Sinwar, who who is one of the more senior elements of of, of the um, Hamas leadership. I, I'm not entirely convinced that's the case, but I think that I think what has happened is is that Hamas has fallen back into the into the Khan Yunus area where they've got well well prepared defences and tunnel systems, and, and the Israelis are simply p- pursuing the leadership um, as, as life in the north got too hot for them. But now we're in a situation where, where the displaced persons within Gaza, the situation could completely blow out of control over the next, next few days, and that will have dire consequences for Israel's support, particularly from, from the United States. Now, the, the, the question of uh, what Israel knew, you remember last week the New York Times was reporting that certainly Israeli intelligence had some prior notice of the October 7th uh, atrocity, and now they have denied that they had any such knowledge. What do you make of that? I think the analysis from within, pe- from people who I talk to, 
is that the facts of what was going on in in Gaza with regard to the preparation for for the operation, the October seventh operation, were known. That the 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 facts and and the the evidence that training was taking place on a large scale was known. This information was known to the Israelis. That information then, before it becomes of value in terms of intelligence, has to be analysed and passed up the line politically. At some point in that process, which is very unusual for Israel, but at some point in that process, it was discounted as, as, a, as, a, as an operation that was too complex and too sophisticated for Hamas to mount. And it, and it was discarded as, as irrelevant. It's at that point, it's at that nexus on the political and intelligence analysis that I think everybody's attention, certainly within Israel, is, is now focused. And it, and it raises very serious questions for the Netanyahu leadership going forward. Now, another development over the weekend was uh, the uh, distress calls received by uh, the American Navy, uh, which indicated they'd been attacked by Iranian, for well-backed forces. Uh, and this uh, ups the ante, of course, uh, as to how the Americans might respond. The Iranians were maintaining that uh, these were Israeli vessels that were targeted. Yeah, well, it's 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 interesting. This this issue with the Houthi rebel, the, the Houthi rebels, as 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 we tend to refer to them, is is getting a little bit heated. So, the first of all, on the nineteenth of November, the 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 Galaxy Leader, which is a Bahamian registered ship, was was taken hostage and is still held by by Houthi rebels. Um, that's an act of piracy. Uh, you've you've then got the G seven. Within the last week, making a making a statement, a very lengthy statement, which which covered pretty much all aspects of what's going on in Gaza, but it had specific mention of of calls for the Houthis to stop attacking international shipping, and and we now have um, quite clear evidence that two uh, vessels, internationally registered vessels, were attacked by by uh, by drones. And by um, shore launched missiles by by the Houthis. So this is in many ways a, a a a mirror image of what the Iranians did to international shipping back in the in the seventies and early eighties, which you may recall. Um, but it, it created real problems for oil price, and and it was a massive issue with with regard to international security considerations. So when you when you get statements like that coming out of the out of the G seven. It, it, actually, the Houthis need to need to take notice of that, and so do the Iranians, because this is these this is you know the, the seven largest IMF economies and democracies in the world leaning in and saying this has got to stop, and, and so military action and the deployment of of NATO and other. Uh, nation's vessels to the region will probably follow quite quickly. Now, uh, speaking of NATO, I've just seen a, a news headline that uh, President Erdogan of Turkey, and Turkey's a member of NATO, has said that Netanyahu will be tried as a war criminal. Yes, I think that probably reflects the the, the his position of of um, the current situation. Uh, I think I. I Personally, think it's it's pie in the sky, and I think it's also quite quite not amusing, but it's it's quite ironic that that um, Erdogan, who whose um, forces 
continually make life miserable for a, a number of their Kurdish minorities and are, and are running their own pretty indiscriminate bombing campaign uh, in parts of Iraq and parts of eastern Turkey. I, I find that, that quite ironic. But what you're beginning to see here is, 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 the, is the Islamist pulse that is, that is reverberating around the world at the moment. We, we're seeing you know, pro-Palestinian marches in most capitals most weekends. Uh, and I'm not saying that all pro-Palestinian marches are Islamist. But there is an Islamist pulse around the world at the moment. We're seeing we're seeing this with with random attacks, with with issues. I mean, East Africa at the moment has got a real issue with with Islamist groups and, and targeting certain um, international groups. There are there are problems, of course, in many European capitals. There are there are some very very strong voices in, in the United States of America at the moment, and this sort of this sort of current Islamist leaning and, and current Islamist awakening is is all linked in to, to uh, Erdogan's comments as well. He's, mm. he's seeking regional influence. And, and I think Netanyahu being tried for war crimes is, is, is pie in the sky. But it just goes to show how, how the rhetoric is ramping up mm. in this, on this issue. Duncan, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Duncan Bullivant, former diplomat and CEO of the Henderson Group and International Risk Management Advisory. Now, coming up later on News Talk, the cost of visiting your GP differs uh, right across the country. But next, those alternative tunes, we're going to look at the B-sides of Christmas. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.